your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. It is time now for our virtual Friday morning coffee break and delighted to welcome uh, to the show Sinead Clohessy of Specsavers here in Limerick, David Wallace from Level Up Arcade Bar and Dave O'Hora who is uh, the man running Southern Media and Marketing in Limerick. Good morning to uh, all of you. You are very welcome indeed. And uh, Sinead, um, a lot happened this uh, week but really the story that everyone is of course talking about uh, is uh, the terrible tragic death uh, of Ashling Murphy in Tullamore and as we pointed out a few times over the last 24 hours, strong links to Limerick as well as a recent graduate of Mary Immaculate College. Absolutely, Joe. Good morning. Um, and I suppose there's, there's, there's this huge wave of sadness that's out there in, in, in the county today uh, and, and across the whole nation. Um, you know, and, and, and listening to, to people talking on social media over the last 24 hours, you know, it, 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 it's 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 shocking, I suppose. Um, and you know, people are looking for solutions and are looking for quick fixes, you know, to help people. But you know, where do you start? Um, and, and and who do you blame? I suppose the next twenty four hours are going to be very, you know, um, important to to our kids and to our sisters and to our, you know, to all the females out there, you know that. Um, I suppose we need to change the thinking around what's acceptable going mm. forward. Are you always worried when you're out and about, Sinead? Is it in your head? You know, it's a conscious thing for any female, you know, is to protect themselves. And that's, I suppose, probably being bred into us, you know, from, and it, from, from the very start, is to be aware and don't let your guard down. And I suppose, you know, that's something that, that's in front of us all of the time. You know, be aware, be conscious, don't let your guard down. And the what if, you know, it's always that thing, you know, what if, you know, am I leaving myself out there for to be vulnerable or, um, you know, to think ahead all of the time. But that, that, that's a natural female uh, genetic kind of makeup. To yeah. be aware and, and to... And, and, and the point being that, of course, it should not be. Absolutely not, absolutely not. And I suppose if anything, you know, people are starting to become, you know, the last 24 hours more aware and conversations are starting. How do you stop this or how do you make it equal for both female and male? Um, I think what I've been having a conversation with my own daughter is, you know, that, you know, you need to call out people that are being inappropriate. And and, and that's one for me, that there's a lot of inappropriate activity out there and, you know, it's just the norm and it's just banter and it's just acceptable and having the laugh. But you just need to, to, to call people out now on inappropriate behaviour. Yeah. Uh, and the other point, of course, the, the twist in things that um, the uh, person uh, that they had arrested for it has been uh, released without charge and the Gardaí are being absolutely adamant um, and actually have asked the media to point out repeatedly that this individual has been entirely eliminated from their inquiries. I mean, they have been definitive. Uh, he's not a suspect. Uh, he didn't do this. But, of course, it means that the person who did is still out there. Yeah, and, you know, a murder hunt, did we ever think, you know, we'd, we'd be sitting here on the 14th of January 
um, listening to this. Um, and I suppose, you know, that's, that's, that's the frightening thing. You know, my heart goes out to the people around that area because I suppose, you know, there is suspects, there is, and you know, we have to, we have to trust the guardian on this occasion. And if you look at any other kind of murder hunts that have been in, you know, the UK or if you see them on television, you know, they, they, they will have a good idea who their suspect is and we just have to trust the guardian on this occasion. Yeah, I mean, and Dave O'Hara, um, uh, Sinead makes a really good point there, isn't it? I mean, the Gardaí do need the space to thoroughly investigate this and to uh, find uh, the person who perpetrated it, go through the process and, and bring them before the courts, don't they? Yeah, and I think it's really important, as much as anybody can do, that uh, we respect that fact and, and, and give them that space. But for me, listening to the reports last night and this morning, uh, it's been interesting to see just how communications have really improved. They have gone out of their way, and in turn, the media are echoing the fact that, A, that they did investigate this thoroughly, uh, and B, it would have been in a, terrible, but it would have been easier for them maybe to say, look, we have the person. But B, they, were, they, they didn't, and they said it in a very strong way, but they also made it very clear that they hadn't gone into a cul-de-sac. They were still investigating. So it wasn't that this one person was the focus of their investigation. I think you're hearing the echoes of a very, very professional uh, approach to it, which is good to hear. I think the other thing worth mentioning, I had a couple of psychologists over the years been interviewed on, uh, on occasions like this, and they all had one thing in common, that they said, look, in general, these are exceptions. And while it's a very worrying and terrible time, what you'd hate to happen for our children or for people in general is to feel this terror of going outside. Because it, 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 for their family, this today this must and will always be terrible. But I, I think it's important for us all to remember that these are exceptions, horrible exceptions. But that's what they are at the moment, thankfully, in society. So, Because I think people need the reassurance to go back out again. And, you know, not for this to become some big thing that causes terror and fear. Mm. Uh, David Wallace from Level Up Arcade Bar. Good morning to you. What's your take on this one? Yeah, I think um, obviously it's it's terrific what happened. Um, very sad for everyone involved. Um, uh, I suppose, yeah, um, it, it's obviously spawned a, a bigger discussion on, um, I suppose, how can we prevent something like this happening again? And um, what can be done? I think um, it's in the matter of the guard at the minute uh, for the um, case, so we're just going to have to trust the process with that one. Um, I, I think there it, it's probably will be resolved. Like usually, when something like this happens, kind of a lot of resources are thrown on something like this. So um, fingers crossed over the next few days. Uh, they catch the person who is has done this horrific crime. Yeah, and David, I mean, do you think that you know, as men, we can ever fully understand the underlying anxiety and fear that women feel? I think it's it's difficult to. Um, I think obviously we can uh, discuss it and talk about this to women, but actually fully knowing yourself, it's probably not. Um, but I do think it's important that that discussion is had. Um, so at least, you know, um, like what was mentioned there, calling out uh, poor behaviour and stuff like that, you know, 
um, amongst friends and stuff and at least having that discussion that, you know, to, to make the, the, the world a safer place for them, I, th- I think that's very important. Yeah. Um, Dave O'Hora, I mean, where do men sit in all of this? I think, Joe, again, it shouldn't be underestimated. There are a lot of men out there in fear. You know, so it's it, being attacked or being the victim of crime uh, is not just, unfortunately, it's not just about females. So I, I think, yes, but, but I, I think it would be wrong as well to, to prescribe that, you know, women are going around fear. Fear can affect everybody. Um, and I think, again, that shouldn't be forgotten. That's, and that's a horrible way. So it's very important that those conversations like David and Sinead have said happen. They happen at all levels. But it's, it's also, I, I think, in the interviews you, you hear over the last couple of days, um, what's really reassuring, and I think we need to remind ourselves, we're very good in Ireland at complaining about things, but the sense of community and that real genuine sense of support that exists out there, you hear it at its best when it's most needed, but it's there now. And, and again, I think it's really important that that's reflected in everyday life. So that sense of support and looking out for each other that eases that fear is there. And that as a society, we don't put up with uh, that, but, but also that people don't feel they're on their own. Yeah. Um, uh. So... Uh, the mayor of Limerick has opened an online book of condolence and there's a, a vigil tonight at Arthur's Key Park uh, from six as well. And as I mentioned, um, Ashling had strong Limerick connections and we've reflected on those on the show over the last couple of days with people at Mary Immaculate um, College um, uh, as well. Um, and uh, I mean, Sinead, the other point here is that people feel what they feel, all the emotions that are there. And, and, and I mean by that people who didn't know Ashling, but... For her family, you know, she's not coming back and their grief and their pain will last for the rest of their lives. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's that dreaded phone call, isn't it? It's that knock on the door and, you know, it, it just, you know, gives, gives me the shivers even to think about it. That there, that there is people in, in a home today that are, they've no, they've, 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 they've no answers to what happened. Their beautiful daughter went out for a run. Um, on an afternoon in, in, in broad daylight, and, and, and now this is in their home. Um, it, 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 it's it's just so sad, um, and I think everybody's feeling that sadness today. And I think you know what will happen in the next couple of hours in, in, in the country will be that sadness, but there will be um, the wave will come where there will be anger, and there's going to be questions that are going to be need to be answered. Um, but but that family that are at home today with their with their their their, their beautiful daughter not in their lives anymore, it just I, I can't even bear to think about it. Sinead Clossy from Specsavers is with us this morning on the coffee break as is Dave O'Hora from Southern Media and Marketing and David Wallace from Level Up Arcade Bar. Now the National Lottery tomorrow after months and months and months of, what, it's 19 point something million now as the top prize, not being won, have got permission from the regulator to ensure that one way or the other this money is won by someone or a group of people. Um, Dave, uh, what about the uh, magnificent marketing opportunity in all of this? Yeah, well, what about the need for it? Uh, It hasn't done them any good, really. 
um, it, no, there'll be a flurry and people go mad, but it really, it, it just shows the extent of which the odds were against people winning. They went on for as long as it did. So that didn't do them a lot of good. Anyway, but people are very quick to forget that when it comes to uh, the opportunity to get back. So no later yesterday at the local shop, I heard three different people come in doubling up uh, for the weekend. So it's going to get people back on the horse again. It's going to get people involved again. And the end of it could be a whole lot of winners, uh, depending on how it plays out. So the more winners you get, the more people to know that win winners, and the more it'll all keep going all over again. So it's a, it's an ill wind. But it did it did remind people that the odds are very, very, very strongly stacked against you winning. So much so that they had to formally break the prop the process to get it back to where somebody would win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, David Wallace from Level Up Arcade Bar, what do you make of it? Yeah, um, the odds per line are something like 1 in 10 million, I think, according to the, the National Lottery website, so um, it's it's highly unlikely you'll actually win it. I, I think, um, you know, all my lifetime anyway, there's always been more and more numbers added to the lottery as in it kind of went up from, I can't remember what it started off, but it, I think it's up to 47 now. Um it's probably time to look at maybe reducing the numbers. Uh, you know, like, is there 10 million lines of lotto sold every week or every however, however often they want someone to win it? Probably not, you know, so it's probably time to maybe reduce the, the odds of winning the lotto uh, so that it's one more often because obviously it's just not not very um, viable to, 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 to keep going like this if, if it's only one once every six months it's, pro- it's probably not a good thing yeah and it's interesting um, that you know so they're going to cascade it down in essence is it so if, if you don't have someone with all the numbers it'll be the next level down David is that how it's going to work yeah I think I think that's that's how it's going to work so so it's going to go down to uh, five plus the bonus or something and then down to five numbers if, if no one has five in the bonus numbers. So yeah, it's going to cascade down, which is probably a good thing. It's probably the only fair way to do it now. Uh, so you've, you've a much better chance of winning a, a big chunk of money this weekend, obviously, uh, because of that, because you only have to get either five numbers or five of the bonus numbers, and it'll cascade down further than if no one gets that. So Yeah. Sinead Classy, will you be entering? Absolutely. Sinead Definitely, doesn't yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind that win now, Joe. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I suppose um, it's kind of a bit of a flip of a coin here, isn't it? I'd love to be doing the till tonight and in, in the, in, or tomorrow night in the National Lottery <laughs> and see, see how much came in over the last 24 hours. Um, you know, so I think they'll, they'll make that 19 million back very quickly, you know? Yeah, you probably have to sell a lot of glasses at suspects, Sarah, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'd be there a long time, Joe. <laughs> No, absolutely. And what it's just amazing, isn't it? It's a mix of greed and desire and oh, if only I won it and I'd do this with it and I'd do that with it and you know, that's all well and fine. And you know, you know, and I suppose it's small money. I mean, I was watching some programs in the week on Sky about these millionaires in in Dubai and you, 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 you look at it on that scale. Oh, I saw that, yeah. That's oh, fascinating, my. isn't it? <laughs> you know, uh, what was it, a Bentley a number plate or something, half something like was it eleven million or something? Yeah. But anyway, um, so you wouldn't be long spending that nineteen million if you crossed into that pond. You, you but certainly yeah, would not. Um, 
I thought I thought it was the, that that's a great it's on the BBC actually and it's kind of how Dubai has developed and the billionaires and it's really fascinating and there was this young lad about 19 and his thing was to get these fancy wraps on these very fancy cars and the funniest part was he arrived back and they'd done a lovely wrap but the guy who ran the dealership had put the same color wrap on his own car of course he had in front of him and your yeah. man was looking at this going, I've paid a fortune. And I just thought, hmm, customer service. I don't think Sinead Clossie would be doing that. No, definitely not. You know, it's all about... Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't be wearing the same glasses it? as the person who came looking for a special pair. <laughs> no, no. But come here, in our case, you get two for one, Joe. So. <laughs> <laughs> you say, I knew that was coming. I was, I was, I was trying to figure Bye. out how long it would take before Sinead said, I'm going to take an opportunity here and fair play to you. <laughs> about it but uh, but but Dave you know the whole part I mean look it was always going to be the case when obviously the, the lottery comes up for bidding you know and I mean it's commercial operation let's be honest here you know there are certain regulations around this licensing but in the end they the people who run it want to make as much money as they possibly can yeah but they're regulated Joe that's why that work came back in today so uh, it really has to do with what Dave Wallace said there. They, they've structured the game wrongly. They've added too many numbers. They'll still make their money. There's a percentage of money that they need to make, but they know themselves that it, it, it's all about people placing the bet, buying the ticket, and it's not good for them when there's not winners. You need winners to keep the essence going. So anyone who goes to Vegas knows you always win something, except you just lose everything. So this is about the winning something and the somebody winning. Um, and if there was 19 million one tonight, we'd buy three number plates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, David Wallace from Level Up Arcade Bar. One other thing, uh, Dr. May Mannix was on with us in the last hour. She's the Director of Public Health of the Midwest. And she was reasonably optimistic now that maybe we'll be able to move on through this um, this pandemic and, and, and I mean obviously businesses have been just so badly affected you know anyone dealing with the public haven't they would you would you be a bit more upbeat about things now? Yeah I think so definitely um, reading the news and the facts and figures that have come out over the past couple of days the past couple of weeks you know things were looking very doom and gloom maybe this time last month um, but yeah the fact that obviously the, the vaccine is working that it's, it's protecting people from getting seriously ill and the fact that, you know, there's obviously a lot of cases. It's it's now highly the new newest strain is very highly transmissible, but the hospitalizations and uh deaths per ratio is definitely way down. Your views, your news, your limerick today with Joe Nash on Live ninety five.